I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me by phone today is the President of the Art and Concert Guild, Ron Ozer. Welcome, Ron. Thanks, Paul. Good I'm to be talking to you. So glad you can join us today. Uh, I'm always intrigued by the the uh, range of programming that the Art and Concert Guild brings into a very historic uh, uh, performance venue and uh, we'll spend a little time today talking about Arden and uh, the Guild Hall, which I believe the Ardens, if I'm not mistaken, are on the National Registry of Historic Places. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So uh, really a, 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 a charming charming and, and uh, welcoming venue uh, where you present your concerts. Let's, as the president of the Concert Guild, let's, uh, let's start there. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the Concert Guild and uh, some of the upcoming programming you have. Yeah, we um, we do our concerts as an all volunteer operation. We have a a community nonprofit, the Arden Club, that runs the building, and uh, the Guild Hall is a 170 year old barn that was converted about 110 years ago into a community space. We have an all wood building, you know, and a, a raised stage, and we set out chairs on the floor, and we uh, present concerts, and uh, we try to uh, bring in music we love. We've got a group of volunteer producers, and uh, we do everything from singer-songwriter, bluegrass, world music, jazz, uh, you name it. Um, our next show is actually a jazz vocal show, I'm not sure we've ever done a show quite like this. It's a, a kind of a um, great vocalist, uh, Kat Edmondson. She uh, grew up in Texas, just enamored with the American songbook, the great popular songs of the 40s and 50s, and she writes songs in, in that mold but gives them her own unique spin, her amazing phrasing, and she's got a swinging quartet that backs her up. So that's coming up. Saturday, October 19th at Guildhall. That's a seated show, and uh, it's been selling quite well. We're really excited to have Kat coming. So, so does she do all original works? She does do some covers. Okay. Uh, she has a lot of original works. She's, uh, she's become known for uh, certain covers. She worked with Lyle Lovett, for example, on a, and, and performed a cover with uh, Asleep at the Wheel on one of Letterman's final shows. Mm-hmm. Um, she does an amazing cover of a song by The Cure, which it takes you a, a bit of time to realize you're listening to a song by The Cure the way she does it. <laughs> um, but then she has her own, you know, unique but sort of old-fashioned songs in some ways. In fact, her last album was called Old Fashioned Gal. And uh, yet, you know, she's young and and uh, has, uh, you know, very modern phrasing in a lot of ways. It's... Uh, but you can tell she's been influenced by some of the greats like Ella Fitzgerald, people like that. Now, how, how did you come across her or become aware of her? Well, I had heard recordings of her and I'd seen um, videos. But um, back in January, I, I go to this conference every year called APAP. It's the, uh, the Association of Performing Arts Presenters in New York City. And uh, agents often will invite me to, to see artists that they are trying to get you know, booked in different venues. And she was performing in a small venue for her, uh, Rockwood Music Hall. There was maybe, uh, you know, less than 100 people there. I was standing just five feet away, and uh, she was talking with the crowd, and uh, 
it was just a really charming evening. I actually saw a couple great sets of different bands in that in that room that night, and um, I was just won over. I was like, boy, we have to have this in the building. Hmm. So she's coming in on uh, <clears throat> Saturday, October nineteenth. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, and on on Saturdays during our regular season, we also have dinners in the in the building that are cooked by community members and usually like 120 people come for dinner so hmm. she'll probably be eating dinner with the with the town uh that's usually how we do it and uh they have a we have a table for the band so that'll be a unique thing i don't run the dinners but we can set you up with the people who uh to uh if you want to have dinner at the guild hall it's actually pretty cheap <laughs> now uh i i always forget to ask our our guests uh, how can people find out information about your, the Arden Concert Guild and your upcoming concerts? Well, our website's easy to remember. It's ardenconcerts.com, ardenconcerts.com, and uh, that's the best way to reach our, you know, f- to get tickets for the concerts. Um, you can also look at ardenclub.org to find out more about the Arden Club, which has not just concerts, but plays, lectures, the Dinner Guild, um, our annual Shakespeare productions. So there's there's just a lot going on in Arden, and uh, a lot of it focuses around the Guildhall and the Arden Club. Now, while while Arden Arden and its uh, sister communities, Arden Croft and Arden Town, are are intimate communities, all of this programming is open to the general public, correct? Yeah, that's right. In fact, we you know we track you know how many people are members of the club and that come to our concerts. It's only usually fifteen to twenty percent of the the attendance and even even members is uh, less than half of the members of the Arden Club are actually residents of the three Ardens. So uh, yeah, we welcome people from all over. Uh, concert like Cat Edmondson's going to get people from Philadelphia, from South Jersey, even from Maryland. Definitely. Now, uh, talk a little bit before we get onto your other programs. Talk a little bit about the space. It it really is a it's a unique um, and intimate performance space, which um, really lends itself to uh, a variety of, of unique programs that you offer. Can can you talk a little bit about the space and what your performers say about it when they they uh, come there? Yeah, I mean, it, you you kind of can picture a, a tall, all wooden barn, you know, with this very high roof with beam structure and this raised stage over a wooden floor with chairs set out on it and um and and the the stage is you know goes out into the room a little bit and it's just very intimate it's only 250 seats so even if you're in the back of the room you're not very far away the bar is in the back of the room so you can you know you can have you can have drinks but it's uh still very quiet in there people very Focused artists always say they feel like they're performing for a hometown audience, mm-hmm. and they uh, they just get this real strong connection with the audience. And a lot of people just assume it's you know all the neighbors have come to see a show, but you know it's really only like I said, maybe ten fifteen percent of the people there have actually walked to the concert. The rest have driven in, but they immediately you know are brought into this mood that we that the room has. I live a block away, and I just feel so lucky to be able to walk over there and and uh, see a show. And in this uh, historic barn that is largely wood, you, you have kept the facility upgraded with uh, technical aspects, I believe, too, correct? Lighting and sound? and 
Yeah, we we have a really state of the art lighting system with moving lights and 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 lots of different effects and scenes. Uh, and uh, our our caretaker, who's uh, George Brocklesby, has a is a self trained lighting artist, and um, he has uh, lit some amazing, you know produced videos. In fact, we had a video even of our Khaki King show last week and uh, the photography of Joe Del Tufo of that show coupled with George's lights. Just uh, They're already asking us to use the photos in, in all different kinds of uses uh, in her promotion. I, I just think we, uh, we've been told that you know, the kind of lighting that we have in a 250-seat in a venue is more like what's seen in 1,000-seat venues in this country it's, you'd have to go to Europe to find small venues with this kind of lighting, and uh, and in Europe they'll charge seventy five hundred dollars a ticket for places like this. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, uh, you know, you mentioned the pricing uh, for the type of performances that you uh, present. Uh, really unique, uh, nationally renowned performers, uh, but ticket prices low. I I know you get. Uh, uh, you work with a volunteer staff, but but you also are recognized uh, regionally with with grants from, I believe, Mid Atlantic Arts Foundation. So, I mean, you uh, t- talk about that a little bit about how uh, the kind of support you get for your programming. Yeah, we um, we we often work with the Mid Atlantic Arts Foundation. We're part of the Jazz Touring Network. We have a show um, this fall that's going to be before this airs, but. Uh, it's Micaiah McRaven, and and it's uh, I'm, I'm actually as we speak um, getting ready to drive to Baltimore to pick up some vibes to, <laughs> to, for the show. Uh, so to save money, I uh, am driving to Baltimore. <laughs> but um, the um, the Delaware Division of the Arts, of course, you know from is uh, has been very helpful in uh, supporting uh, our series for for over ten years now. Um, we um, we get special. We've gotten special presenter grants from them. We've gotten different touring grants from Mid Atlantic, uh, the the, art, the touring programs, Mid Atlantic Tours, mm-hmm. and uh, Southern Southern Arts Exposure, the the South American music. We we just love music from all over the world. Uh, mm-hmm. I personally love to present. I, I feel like it's important for Americans to to hear music from all over the world. That we sometimes get just so focused on our own music and not realize that. There's a big world out there of, of great music that we're not always hearing. Right. Now, with Kat Edmondson coming in uh, later in October, is she based in Texas? Uh, you mentioned something about Texas. I don't think there. she is anymore. Okay. okay. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm not remembering where she's located, uh-huh. but uh, no, no longer in Texas. Is this but, part uh, of a tour that she's on? or? Uh, is... Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, she's playing, uh, she's, uh, playing uh, Sellersville up north of Philadelphia yep. mm-hmm. on the same weekend. And uh, yeah, it's pretty typical, uh, at least a three- or four-day um, leg of a tour will we'll be part of it. We try to do a weekend dates whenever we can. It's kind of hard to, with all volunteers, kind of hard to do a weeknight. Sure, And sure. it's harder to get uh, audiences to come out in Delaware on a weeknight. <laughs> well, I, I want to get to your other programs, but let me first remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest joining us by phone today is the president of the Art and Concert Guild, Ron Ozer. Uh, Ron, we've been talking about Cat Edmondson and the Guild and the, the Guild Hall. 
Let's uh, move on to a couple other uh, programs you've got coming up in November. Yeah, the next show uh, is is going to be nearly uh, basically a month after that. Um, we have um, Albert Cummings. He's um, he's a blues guitarist. He's been around a long time. He's got this trio that's uh, you know really uh, searing blues. Uh, he, he really can uh, can generate super high energy in the room. Um, he, he's uh, it's selling very well. I mean, this for. For some reason, Delaware just seems to be a real hotbed of blues music uh, mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. Riverfront Blues Fest and with the St. George's Store and other places. Um, we we sell blues tickets way better than uh, a friend of mine, you know, is doing sh- some of the same shows we do in Baltimore, and he, he doesn't often book blues because it doesn't sell there. But here uh, it sells really well, and we have a really uh, loyal crowd that shows up. And our producer for that show, Steve Tanzer, is a he's a real expert in blues, and uh, he usually is producing most of our blues shows. So he uh, personally handles every reservation and and um, all the publicity, and does, just does a great job. Now uh, he has a band with him. What what's the s- scope of the band? Uh, it's just a trio. A trio. Oh, you did say it's that. Just right. going to be guitar, right. Right. Uh, okay. guitar, bass, and drums, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be good. Actually, the, there's an opening act as well, uh, a young acoustic blues player, uh, Katie Henry, and uh, she's really up and coming um, singer. And I think it'll provide a nice contrast to the to the uh, more all out electric blues of Albert. Uh, Katie, uh, you know, has a has a quite different sound, but also, you know, really intense and involving. And, and that's coming up uh, November 16th, correct? That's November 16th, yeah. yeah it's yeah. also, a, our, in fact, our, all of our three shows coming up are on Saturday nights, so they're all, all dinner nights, which is nice. Oh, that's great. So uh, so if someone's interested in having dinner before the show, they, they can get that information on the Arden Concert Guild site, or is there a phone number they call to make a separate reservation for dinner? Yeah, they can they can email us and we can put them in touch. Got it. Uh, there's a way to do that. Um, also, the ArdenClub.org site. You can click on dinners, and uh, there's information there on how to reach the dinner guild. You don't have to pay in advance. You just mm-hmm. make a reservation. I think you have to reserve by Thursday at 6 p.m. in order to get on the list. Yeah, that's just a great opportunity to have a have a an evening out with uh dinner and a and a performance uh in a very quaint and intimate setting. Um now after Albert Cummings just the very next week I believe you have uh Judy Gold coming in on Saturday November 23rd. Yeah, this is our first attempt at a comedy show here in Arden and um uh the Jewish Federation of Delaware is collaborating with us and uh Judy Gold is a uh you know, a really funny um, comedian. She's been around a while. She started out as a as a writer on Roseanne over 20 years ago, and um, she um, is a uh, has done off Broadway shows about uh, being a Jewish mom and so- shows about her uh, up growing up with sitcoms. My life is a sitcom. It was called, mm-hmm. and uh, she has her own podcast. Uh, she's gotten involved in some of the latest. Uh, controversies around you know what's politically correct and what isn't and uh that should be interesting she wrote a a piece for cnn.com actually about the uh 
uh, Saturday Night Live cast member that was recently uh, fired for uh, comments, uh, and uh, she she took the uh, she was not too happy with him, which was interesting from a because because she usually does complain about uh, comedians being taken apart for what they say. Interesting. But she didn't like what he said. <laughs> uh huh. That's that's really interesting. So she's coming in on Saturday, November twenty third, and uh, that's right. again, it's it's ardenconcerts dot com, correct? Yeah, Looks yeah. Like. You can get to all of our uh, online sales that way. Um, we have uh, what I, I think I like to think we have pretty low ticket fees, and mm-hmm. uh, it's you know you get your tickets on email. It's quite easy to ha- handle. We have a box office the night of the show. Um, we have free parking in Arden. And uh, it's it's just uh, a lot easier than some places to go see a concert. Yeah, and and as I've said a couple times, just a, a charming and an intimate setting. Uh, uh, the acoustics are great there, and uh, it, yeah, really makes for a great evening. Now we've got a few minutes left. I I, I want to uh, uh, turn to Arden itself. Um, I mentioned earlier on that uh, that it's on the National Historic Registry. Uh, Arden is is an incredibly unique community, and and uh, in its origins and uh, as it exists today, it is. Uh, I was doing some reading. It is a single tax community, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's which, based on the uh, social philosophy of Henry George, the uh, the writer from the from the eighteen uh, hundreds. And as and, uh, as a resident uh, of Arden, I think you can confirm for me if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the residents own their buildings, but they lease the land. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, it's similar to like a land trust. Um, you get a 99-year lease, which is renewable. I've never heard of anybody not getting a lease. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty much equivalent to owning owning the property, really. Um, there's some restrictions on you know cutting down trees and things like that. But it's actually no more severe than like a community organization in certain communities in Delaware where where they make rules and we don't really have that many rules aside from you know don't cut down trees without permission. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and am I right? And I'm really intrigued by the single tax notion that the the tax on a property is based on the square footage, not on the value of the building that's on it. Is that correct? Yeah, the 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 whole idea of uh, Henry George was to tax on the full rental value of land. So it was the acreage and the um, desirability of the land. So it's whether you're on the woods, or where you pay more if you're on the woods, like I am, or you pay less if you're on Harvey Road and you've got traffic coming by. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it's 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 the biggest factors are based on the size of your lot. So I have some neighbors with tiny lots but big woods behind them, and they doesn't always seem fair to me because they pay much <laughs> less taxes than I do and, and have just as much land, really, if you think about it. Right, right. Um, but I, I have two-thirds of an acre, so it's pretty nice, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. makes my taxes higher. But, I mean, compared to Pennsylvania, the taxes here are pretty low. Sure. But it allows the resident to do upgrades to their their house, their home, without having additional tax assessed. Is that correct? Yeah, it's true, uh, and it, you know, not everyone agrees with that. But the the idea was to not tax productive work, so they didn't believe in income taxes. They didn't believe in taxing. You know, if you were going to improve your property, then you sh- you shouldn't be penalized for that. That was the idea, anyway. 
and this was, you know, from way back, 150 years back, that these ideas come from. And the other main thought that went into the founding of this community was the arts and crafts movement of of William Morris. And so the music and the theater and uh, and the creativity of the town is very much, you know, taken from that movement. You'll see some of the original houses here have that kind of arts and crafts style. Mm-hmm. And, and we had mm-hmm. architects like some pretty famous ones like William Price who were part of the founding community and, and designed some of the original buildings here. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think the range of guilds that uh, fall under the umbrella of the Arden Club uh, are indicative of uh, the focus on the arts. I, I'm looking at a list of the guilds, the Arden Singers, your concert guild, uh, there's a folk dancing guild, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. a poetry guild, the uh, the Shakespeare Guild, which does their uh, annual summer uh, Shakespeare production out in the open air there. So... Uh, Quite a wide, uh, quite a wide variety of, of programming, uh, and uh, there's a dinner theater in Arden Town as well, the Candlelight Theater, which is uh, celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. That's so right. Just yeah. a just a, a wide range of of programmatic activities, from the visual to the performing arts, theater, and, and music. Um, Ron, we've got about half a minute left. Uh, any final comments, promotion for your upcoming shows? I, I just want to say that the, um, you know, we have we've had a great history here from Lead Belly, in 1947, and Pete Seeger a year later to, to this, concert guild which started in like 1997 with Bella Fleck and Tony Trishka. We're, we love to we love to keep it going and uh, we're we're doing it all volunteers. Well, Ron Ozer, the president of the Arden Concert Guild, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, really excited to hear about your upcoming programs. Cat Edmondson, October 19th, Albert Cummings on November 16th, and Judy Gold on November 23rd. Thanks again. All right. Thank you, Paul.